This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause. Presented by the Law Offices of Pond, Lee Hockey, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. This is a special edition of The Labor Show with J. Doc, Krause, and John Doherty. Special it is on a Saturday night. Welcome in, everyone, to the live edition of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause. This is the John Doherty Hour. J. Doc is uh, off on this Saturday night. John Doc and I will uh, bring you through what is a musical week on the John Doherty Hour. We'll tell you about that uh, before we go to our first break as we have three great guests who are uh, going to join us. Frank Keel does an amazing job, John, at putting together uh, our program, which is always live on a Saturday night, and we've got a uh, we've got a good one tonight. We'll introduce our special guest uh, coming up, and we're going to cover some good ground tonight here on the show. Yeah, Frank's just a great guy, but this is a pleasure this show for him because I mean he is anybody who follows Frank will tell you that he is a one of the best in music. It doesn't matter what type, you know, from Irish music to rock and roll. I mean, Frank can give you specific concert dates, how long they went, you know, how good they were. He, he It's always funny to sit back and listen to him rank some of his best shows. He brings up names and people that I never heard. You know, thank God I've been his friend for a long period of time, so I've been able to spend a lot of time. And we exchange little gifts and, you know, all holidays and birthdays and things. And it usually starts with some sort of Irish theme or maybe even Irish whiskey and ends with something with music. He has been unbelievable with giving me great music to listen to. And I know the place that he gets most of it is mainline music. And we're going to talk to them tonight. And in today's world where there's no more Sam goodies and FYEs and all this, you know, that is a hidden treasure. And Frank turned a lot of us on to that. And he's extremely close with my wife and everybody knows she's been basically a whole one of her whole life. And he came up with a classic vinyl abandoned luncheonette album. Now, even if you don't like Hall and Oates and you say there's too much bubblegum to it, no one says that the abandoned luncheonette album was anything but classic music. And Frank got it for Sealy and he got it through mainline music. And if you ever need anything, you got to hit mainline music. They're the only one left in town. Yeah, they're in Manny Young. Pat Feeney is the owner uh, of Main Street Music in Manny Young. He will join John and I at the bottom uh, of the hour. Looking forward to uh, a great conversation uh, with Pat. Excited about that because, uh, you know, I'm an old school guy that loves when old school still survives in uh, today's world. So I'm actually looking forward uh, to kind of sitting back. Get the popcorn, if you will. 
will, and enjoy that conversation uh, with Pat Feeney. We are on the doorstep, John, as you know, to uh, what everybody in the city, or many people, of course, in the city, um, prepare for coming up Labor Day uh, weekend, Made in America. Um, is uh, set to go on the launch pad that coming up on the weekend of September 3rd and 4th which is not that far away and our good buddy Mike Barnes will join us at 7:15 tonight and we'll get uh, the very latest uh, from Michael on Made in America um, there's a lot more to it than just the many musical acts that perform live and this year um, I think there's even um, an even bigger amount of um, expectation one from the public pressure two uh, from the uh, citizens who live in the city of Philadelphia, but all in all, year after year, Michael Barnes uh, and his group delivers the goods. Yeah, again, and by the way, before we get jump into Michael, I just got to let you know, you are such a professional. I kept saying mainline music, and then you just subtly just took it to Main Street music. That's why every show and every union and every family needs a Joe Krause in it. You're just the ultimate professional, but skipping right into uh, uh, Michael Bartz. I mean, people, I was talking to Michael this week. You know, I was telling Michael, with all the action we have here, you know, I know his international needed him, and they, you know, they kind of came at him, you know, overwhelmingly to, to help them out, especially with, with the startup of COVID. And a lot of people who are the national players, you know, from Live Nation all the way to Peter Luco and all his groups, they were all really good friends of Michael and business partners with Michael in the sense that Michael supplied all their workers and employees for years. And uh, Michael, you know, took his stuff on the road, you know, and, and I keep talking to him about coming back home because, I mean, the action in Philadelphia is amazing right now. There's, you know, there was another piece on uh, today about that, the Cornick group, you know, opening up a few more live places for music all these restaurants and the small 200 to 400 seat places back, you know, and I think after COVID there's a ton of opportunity in this region. And I think as good as Michael was nationally, we need him back home. John, we were down yesterday, spent some time and Frank Keel uh, gets the credit for putting everything together along with the entire group over at the uh, Pennsylvania Convention Center, our 1.30 p.m. press conference uh, on a Friday afternoon. Um, the big announcement for the, uh, the Fancy Brigade finale, uh, which now um, is about 134 days out till we get to January 1st, uh, was held yesterday. But one of the cool conversations uh, prior to the start of the press conference yesterday uh, was just a conversation with your good buddy John McNichol who's been on this show and I think Frank has him scheduled uh, to come on uh, again if not right before uh, Labor Day he'll, he'll, jump, he'll jump in uh, right after uh, I think it's the weekend after Labor Day but um, he um, was taught we were in conversation about uh, what the activity looks like for uh, September through December 2022 at the convention center. Man, is it busy, and the shows are booked, and they're, they're expecting capacity. It's just amazing what's happening at the convention center. Yeah, again, this is a good music show, and, you know, string bands are great music. 
You know, people don't realize that banjo was a weapon, man. I worked down the Red Garter as a kid for years. That place used to have lines down the street waiting for people to get in. So people just love music. It doesn't matter. The string bands, that is not only a Philadelphia, you know, piece, but everybody that I know, when they relocate, they still come back and want to watch, you know, the Mumbers Day. And again, you know, I know Jacob Media and Frank Keel have been, you know, they transcend everything good in music in this town. And you personally are all over the place. But I got to let you know, I, the convention center is, you know, host the fancies and has always been, you know, cooperative with anything, Philadelphia flower shows, et cetera. But it is booked. And it was, if we didn't hit COVID, we were on the verge of about an, maybe a 10 to 15 year run of very few vacancies. The place was booked around the clock. And again, you know, COVID sent back that whole industry. But, you know, John McNichols, a pro, him and his team did not waste any of the COVID time. They modernized that building. They put things in that building that, you know, other places, it'll be 10 years away before they get it done. He's a great guy. He transcends everybody. He's got great, great vision. And again, he is somebody is just a good guy. I got to tell you this before you, I know you got to go to a break. The last conversation I had with John McNichol had nothing to do with, you know, any of my business or any, you know, the things that I've done lately or any of the things I'm involved with, nor did it have anything to do with the convention center. John McNichol and myself were trying to find a place that still sells Schlitz beer. <laughs> okay. We couldn't track a place down. So, I mean, John McNichol on his day off was hosted a McNichol reunion and there must've been a whole bunch of the old timers still drank the old cans of Schlitz and we couldn't find one. I actually, it was something I drank as a kid too. You know, I don't want to tell you when I started drinking that, you know, my, my dad will be upset. <laughs> Good. I'm not going to tell you when I started either, but it wasn't a Schlitz, but it was a Jenny cream ale. Uh, and I was a young, young tot. Um, but that's for a different story. That's for a podcast. That's for a different story uh, for another day. Our final guest tonight, I'm not going to give out the name of our final guest, but when we come back, uh, out of the break, uh, Sean, our producer, uh, back at the Talk Radio 1210 studios, uh, will play a little music cut, and we'll put that music cut out there for the listening audience. We will not disclose, but uh, a lot of our listeners and many of our listeners and residents of the city will know immediately. Very, very special guest coming up. Uh, on the John Doherty Hour to wrap us up uh, tonight. It'll be a fast-moving hour. Again, J-Doc is off tonight. Perhaps J-Doc should. Uh, I should be off tonight, and J-Doc should be uh, in the chair, only because, and I can attest to this, John, uh, J-Doc plays a pretty mean guitar, you know, but he's out. He misses out on tonight's show. Well, just so you know, I think his favorite group is Village People. So I, I'm glad he's not on the show tonight. <laughs> it's the John Doherty Hour live on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT will take our first commercial break on this Saturday night. Back in a moment. Tonight's edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by IBEW Local 98 North, UFCW Local 1776, Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, and the International Union of Painters and Allied Trades, DC 21. This whole nonsense about not giving workers the right to organize with so-called right to work, that's bad. Something like that comes to my desk, I'll be to it, not just because I'm a Democrat, not just because I'm pro-labor, but because I know for a fact that's not very smart. 
And back here live on the John Doherty Hour here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, John, before we bring Michael Barnes into the conversation, Sean, uh, if you have that music teed up with for our very, very special guest uh, coming up uh, at 745 tonight live here on the John Doherty Hour, uh, give us 15, 16, or 18 seconds of that uh, music, and then we'll uh, jump back into the live show. We'll give our audience, let our audience uh, uh, ponder I'm sure they'll know pretty quickly uh, who our guest will be tonight, coming up at 745. Baby, before I hang around this old moldy mill, do the crap it scene, holding hands with you. Here's a whole list of things you Good stuff, Sean. Welcome back, everyone, to the John Doherty Hour. We'll let you think about our special guest. We're uh, excited to bring in our guest at 745, uh, Michael Barnes, joining us here to kick us off on the John uh, Doherty Hour. Michael, welcome in. Thanks again for uh, being a part of uh, not only the John Doherty Hour, but the Labor Show. Always great to uh, get you on the show live, man, and you're always so cordial and willing to jump on live. Appreciate it. Guys, thanks for having me, and thanks for keeping the stagehands relevant. As uh, as you have through that 18-month shutdown during COVID when we had 98% unemployment, uh, you kept that lifeline to us and support there, which which all our members really appreciate it. And luckily, we're happy to say now we're, we're back to work and, and going 150%. So uh, it's good to be here. Thank you. Yeah, and Michael, we talked about... Um John and I talked about we're on the doorstep now uh, of Made in America, September uh, 3rd and 4th uh, of Labor Day weekend. Uh, set the stage for us, pardon the pun there, but set the stage on um, on where you are with that. It's a complicated uh, setup. It requires a tremendous amount of your workforce and, and just a lot of hours to pull everything together. So, uh, so yeah, Welcome America is, uh, is is one of our keys at the 4th of July, but Made in America. Or Made in America, the, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, Labor made Day. in America. Labor Day. And, uh, you know, we've had it for years now, and Jay-Z's been great in bringing that to the city. It showcases us around the country. It's one of the bigger festivals, most successful festivals in the country. But what's important to note, when this, when this curtain came up after COVID, the whole industry needed to re- remake some of the money that they lost when, when it was shut down. So the industry has almost doubled to, to recoup that finances. So the week that we re- load in Made in America, which is one of the biggest festivals in the country, we will load in at the same time Ramstein, which is a, a group that came over from Europe and is the biggest touring show at the Lincoln Financial Field. At the same time, we'll be loading in the Chili Peppers at Citizens Bank Park. And that doesn't include all the shows at the uh, Man Music Center, the BB&T, and everything else that we're doing, including the movies. We are right now running close to 180% employment, which is making up and refunding all those lost benefit funds that we lost when we were shut down. But to set the stage for you is uh, Made in America is, 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 a, is a festival that includes a bunch of different music acts. It's not one genre, and that's where its appeal is. So it's not set. We've done Pearl Jam there. We've done, obviously, Jay-Z, Beyonce. We go from hard rock to, to urban and, and, and everything else in between. And as a result, it brings together a bunch of people, which is, 
essentially what Philadelphia is all about, bringing people together. And I'm proud to say that all the years we've been down there, we have not had any issues. Uh, it's a safe environment. People feel safe. It's very friendly atmosphere. Um, and people have generally a good time. Three stages, Ferris wheels, vendors. Uh, if you come down there, there's a lot to do. It takes up the whole day. And uh, as you know, it's built on the same uh, location that we did uh, the NFL draft, uh, which was also a big show that we did down there. So that, that, that setup on that, that parkway is just perfect with that art museum as a background for a festival of this kind. Michael, we have a special guest on, which we're not going to let anybody know. He's a little different, but he was involved with uh, Hoagie Nation. And, you know, our good friend Jeff Gordon was involved with that. And Michael and myself, I mentioned earlier today, I don't know if you were listening when I, I gave you a little prelude, that, you know, I think it's time for you to come home. You've done everything you can to help IATSE reinvent itself nationally, but there's a ton of activity in Philly. I mean, every week there seems like there's another 300-seat place popping up, you know. But I was talking today, you know, I've I seen Hornick is back in the Met, uh, music business, but our good friend, you know, Jeff goes on, okay, uh, acknowledged. And why don't you do me a favor? You know, it's great to, you know, talk about, you know, what's happening on the Parkway on Labor Day. But there's stuff happening all over this city every day, okay? And Live Nation is at the heart of it. And, you know, I'm a gigantic fan. And, you know, what Jeff Gordon and his team does, why don't you just tell people what he does and, you know, the, the love he has for Philadelphia and how he has been significant you know, and we got to get him on the show because I know he's big time, but I know, you know, he, you know, from Hoagie Nation to every big actor can be, he's in the middle of. So, John, there's two things that I will point out about Jeff Gordon that I think would be interesting to this audience. Number one, he truly is a rock star in the entertainment industry. He is probably the best booker in Live Nation's portfolio. He has been promoted to be the president of the whole Mid-Atlantic. So he now goes from New York down to Virginia and everything in between. He books everything in Atlantic City, Philadelphia, everywhere. He's, he, is, he generates entertainment. And not only does he generate entertainment, he has no problem saying in front of everybody, in a company that sometimes isn't friendly to the workers, that he is union 100%. And every building he opens up, he is opened up with IATSE. And he uses the building trades to build them. Recently, we did the Met, which is probably one of the nicest uh, uh, venues in North America. Fully union, never blinked an eye. We're in the process right now of uh, we dropped uh, cards for the Brooklyn Bowl, which we expect to be uh, successful on August 27th. They're going to count the votes. And we're one of the few cities in the United States that can claim uh, over 90% density in the club market, uh, where most clubs are non-union, a little bit smaller budgets. In Philadelphia, because of Jeff Gordon, they're all union. And they're all busy. And we're busy all the time. And uh, I can't speak highly enough about Jeff. And I will say, Jeff's never too big for you, John, or me. He always is asked about us. He's a friend of ours and he's always Philadelphia 100%. And he will be down at Welcome America with us. So uh, hopefully we can get together down there. Made in America. Made in America. Now you got me saying it, Joe. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Michael, to hear you say that, I just want 
you know, I want to cut. I want to cut that audio clip, and I want people to hear it over and over and over and over and over again. Because to be able to make that statement, and in the same before finishing the sentence, attach success uh, to it. Um, and everything that is constantly accomplished, I think, is what using a union is all about, what having a relationship with unions are all about. And I just want more people to get it and to see it. And perhaps, you know, the best booker in the land um, could have some influence in some of the other industries. And, Joe, it should also be noted, and it's, it's, it's Philadelphia-centric, that the entertainment industry has a lot of Philadelphia people uh, at the top levels uh, of, of the trade. Uh, you look at, you remember, Global Spectrum. That, that was a major uh, facility management company, which just acquired and bought by a company called Oakview Group. Oakview Group's principal owner is Peter Luco, who was Philadelphia-bred. Uh, he's now operating over 100 buildings throughout the country. Uh, you had SMG up in Conshohocken that uh, merged with uh, AEG that does another 250 buildings and just hired Tony Sima. Tony Sima's father worked with us down at the Spectrum back when we were kids. The Philadelphia uh, tree of entertainment, both on the labor and management side, is is evident throughout the whole industry. And as a result of those relationships and the relationships that John has been a big part of, because John knows all these guys, we are flipping city after city, building after building into a union facilities because they now see that there's a fair exchange of value that we bring to the table, trained, qualified people in an industry where staffing shortages are a crisis. And we've, we've addressed that crisis. We've answered it. And uh, as a result, uh, shows are going on, and uh, people are enjoying themselves, and we're proud to be part of that. Do you want to hear a little bit more about uh, Made in America, right? So Made in America is very unique. It's a festival type of atmosphere. Uh, Jay-Z, who, who, who promotes it, we almost lost it at one point because there was some concern with the neighborhood that they were going to have to move the uh, festival. And they did. Uh, Jay-Z wasn't interested in having it anywhere but the parkway. And uh, I called up John Dockery, and John got on the phone with the mayor. And within 24 hours, we had the uh, festival back on, uh, on the parkway. And if that didn't happen, there would not be a Made in America in Philadelphia. I, mean, I think mm-hmm. people should know that story. How labor plays such an integral part to the business aspects and the decisions that are made in this city. And that's a, that's, a, that's a credit to the leadership. I heard the commercial and the people that sponsored us and the labor leaders and the business managers and their knowledge of the business end of this to bring good business to the city of Philadelphia is essential for our future. I think that's important to note. Yeah, no, sure is. Uh, Michael Barnes joining us here uh, and kicking us off on uh, the John Doherty Hour. Uh, And as Michael mentioned, a busy, busy uh, time here in Philadelphia that will run all the way through 
Um, it doesn't end Labor Day weekend. It's just getting started, and it will run all the way through uh, the remainder of what is uh, 2022. Michael, before I let you go, any big show out there uh, that we should look forward to that you could think of fall, winter time coming up in the next couple of months? Well, the concert season will start to wind down as the, as the weather changes, mm-hmm. and then, then we switch to the indoors, and, and then the Kimmel Centers and the, and the Wells Fargo Center will take over. But honestly, since the shutdown, Joe, every act that's, that's, that, that's available to play plays Philadelphia. No one skips our city. So if the fans have a, somebody they're looking to see, whether it's Springsteen, whether it's you know, Elton John who's just here, or, you, know, you saw the acts that were just played, you'll have the opportunity to see those people. And I know you have a special guest coming on at 745. Very exciting stuff. And uh, I can't thank you enough again for, for, for promoting the stagehands, keeping them in the forefront when we were down and out, because we are back and we won't forget our friends. Thank yeah, you. No, yeah, no, great stuff. Michael Barnes, thank you for checking in uh, here on the John Doherty Hour. We both know, John and I both know, that you do know the name of our special guest. We'll get to a commercial break. Coming up on the other side of the break, Pat Feeney, who is the owner of Main Street Music in Maniunk. We'll talk to Pat after the break. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. This edition of the Labor Show is sponsored in part by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Laborers District Council, Steam Fitters Local 420, and the International Union of Operating Engineers Local 542. And back here live on the John Doherty Hour here on a Saturday night. Special thanks to Michael Barnes. John, I'll let you introduce our next guest in just a moment. I do want to play 10 seconds of audio, uh, our second clue to our guest, to our special guest, who will wrap up the show tonight live here on the John Doherty Hour. Uh, Sean, roll that, uh, roll us 10 seconds, and then we'll fade out, and then we'll, uh, I'll toss it over to John. It's a week with you is more than I can handle. Seven nights of love and putting laundry on your floor. Baby, I can see this whole thing headed into trouble. I'm out the door. I'm not your man. Fun stuff tonight on the John Doherty Hour. Coming up, special guest. Uh, joining us tonight. It's all about music, John Doherty. I'll give you the pleasure of introducing our next uh, guest uh, who will join us for our segment right now. Well, just so you know, that is a dead giveaway. So I think anybody who knows a little bit about Philadelphia music now know who's going to be popping on with us. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, and I'm really excited about that. And got to, got to, I have never been in Pat's company personally. Okay, but I felt like I've talked to him multiple times. I've heard about him when I tell you for every bit of 15 years. And I know he's been in business for longer than that. And again, Main Street Music, it's one of the last independent places. There's no longer the Sam Goodies and the FYEs and all the people I mentioned earlier. This guy is the best in the business. If there's an album out there, he knows how to get it. And again, I told you, right, you know, from purely full disclosure, you know, Frank and myself are extremely close and we talk a lot of music and, and we talk about it all the time. And we were joking and, and then Celie, you know, when she first wasn't feeling too well, you know, Frank and, and his wife were, and in fact his whole family have always been so good to her. And one of the things that he knows, and I said earlier this too, you know, Abandoned Luncheonette is a great album. You know, if you like Hall Notes or not, you gotta like the album. And he came up with, you know, a well-kept vinyl 
and it put a smile on Sealy's face for weeks. So again, I've always been a gigantic fan. You know, my daughter said to me today, she's been out there a lot, Aaron. She said, man, that's just such a cool place, you know, and, uh, we got to find out, it, you know, I got to stop talking because I could talk about him all day, but we got to, he's got to have great knowledge of music. So let's pick his brain, Joe. Let's find out. You know, I want to know who his favorite band yeah, was. Yeah, let's get him in here. Let's get him in here, John. Pat Feeney, owner of Main Street Music uh, in Manny Young, joins us here live on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Pat, a big welcome, man. Great to have you uh, join us here for a couple of minutes on the live show. Thanks for having me. How you guys doing? Doing well on a Saturday night, man, and uh, uh, pretty cool that uh, you're with us tonight. And uh, you're uh, the most popular, they say, uh, the oldest, they say, independent record store in Philadelphia. Tell tell the audience, Pat, uh, a little bit about Main Street Music. Uh, we opened in uh, October of '91 in Maniunk. And I'm from the suburbs up around Warrington. I didn't even really know that much about Maniac at the time, but it just had a good feeling about it. We've been here for, it'll be 31 years in October of this year. And uh, Maniac's been pretty good to us, and so is the city. And uh, we're, you know, hanging in there. Been some ups and downs, but we're hanging in there. Yeah, talk about and, the uh, wild, and, and Pat, talk about, you know, the wild swings in the industry, surviving uh, for that long, uh, vinyl records, I mean, uh, I know it's a lot, there's a, there's a lot there, but yeah. it's a great tenure, it's a great history. Yeah, there's, um, it's been kind of crazy, we started early on carrying a little bit of vinyl and mostly CDs. And then uh, CDs are dying, you know, because of downloading and iTunes and Napster and everything. And things are getting a little grim then. And I feel like we got pretty lucky. Uh, everybody started buying vinyl <laughs> around 2008, 2009. And it pretty much saved our business, to tell you the truth. Because around 2007, a little bit of the recession and, you know, all the things were going on in my industry. It seemed like, uh, you know, we're, it was getting a little rough to survive. And then uh, vinyl kind of saved us, and and we've been pretty much doing very well ever since. You know, it's it's we, you know we feel really lucky, and uh, so we've gone through a lot of formats. You know, pretty much everything except even a little bit of cassettes now. <laughs> so, you know, I'm still a CD guy, but 85% of my store is vinyl, and 80% and about that much is my sales is vinyl now too. So, um, really uh, got a lot of gratitude for that. So. It's been it's been hey, good. Pat, we don't want to waste up too to much time. Hey, what I need you to do is let everybody know exactly where you're at and your phone number or whatever email address. Why don't you do that real okay. quick so some of the listeners know exactly yeah. where you're at? We're at forty four forty four Main Street. Uh, our phone number is two one five four eight seven 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 three two. We also have a website. We have a lot of online presence, which is www mainstreetmusicpa.com and we're all over social media facebook instagram and twitter and so we have a real presence on on the internet and um it's a good way for our customers to reach us constantly Pat Feeney is the owner of Main Street Music and Manny Young joining us here live on the John uh, Doherty hour quick question pat what's hot what's uh, what's the hottest seller or piece of vinyl uh, that people are buying uh, at your store right now? 
Right now, our number one seller in the last couple months, which I bet you a lot of people could guess, is Harry Styles. But we sell a lot of, uh, you know, Tyler the Creator and Tame Impala and uh, Lauren Hill, a Philadelphian, and um, a lot of other things. Maggie Rogers, the band camp that I like. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it changes constantly. Every, you know, there's a new, there's new releases every single Friday. So we have to stay on our toes. Who's your favorite band, Pat? Uh, that's really easy. Uh, the same favorite band I had when I was 11 years old, (laughs) when I saw the Ed Sullivan show. So yeah, it's always been the Beatles still is. And it's kind of weird when I was 11 years old, I was right. Because it's never changed, and I still think they're the best. But there's a lot of other bands that I love a lot, you know, Neil Young and Bob Dylan and Stevie Wonder and Led Zeppelin, things like that. Um, so, yeah, it's it's uh, the band, who's a big Frank Frank Keel's favorite band, but uh, if you know old Frank. And, um, yeah. Good how about Philly? Dana, how about Philly? You know, Philly rock and roll. Who do you like? So our next guest is a, is a big-time <laughs> Philly rock and roll, you know, Delaware County, Montgomery County rock and roller. Who do you, who do you, who's well, your favorites, guys? He's one of my favorites. There's another hint. Uh, I used to manage him. <laughs> I'm not giving away the okay. name, but I used to manage him. And um, one of my favorite bands is Buzz Zemer, who I used to manage who this guy was the lead guitarist for. And uh, like I was saying, everyone's putting out vinyl. Even I'm putting out vinyl in the next few months from an old Buzz Zimmer record that never came out. And they had a really big following and everything. And um, so, yeah, I know who your next guest is intimately. <laughs> so, Well, do me a favor. Uh, yeah, Make sure you, you, you put... Hey, Pat, put one of the Buzz Zimmer vinyls aside for me, please, you know? Uh, I would be happy to. <laughs> I'll be glad. Yeah, I got I got a few of them I'm going to have to sell, so I can use all the help I can. Yeah, well, listen, I'm going to buy it. Don't worry about that. You know, I I don't <laughs> want Kiel coming in there and trying to beat you up for it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, John, we did meet. We, we did meet at. Uh, uh, you had me as a guest at McCartney concert, and I remember giving your wife a Hollow Note CD at the time. I met her that night too, and uh, so we saw yeah. Paul McCartney together with Kiel, of course. <laughs> Yeah. It was, I don't even know Frank's what year it was, people. but it was a while ago. You know, yeah. Listen, yeah. music put a lot of people together. You know, yeah. It, it, we certainly have. Yeah, Frank uh, is quite a music lover like me. We like a lot of obscure bands together too. Like we're both big NLBQ fans, and who knows? Not many people know who they are, but Frank and I are very big fans of them. So there's a lot of that. But it started out with Ed Sullivan, and then and the Beatles, and. Uh, that was where I got so passionate about it and opened my, you know, I worked at a store in Northeast Philly from 84 to 91 also, the record seller. Yeah. So that was a while ago. Hey, Pat, we're going to have to roll because we got to get our next guest on for a little bit, man. You know, you know, that's going to be interesting combo, you know, so. Yeah, <laughs> I will stuff. be listening and yeah. uh, tell him I said hi. <laughs> we'll do Pat Feeney, owner of Main Street Music in Maniunk. We'll take a commercial break here on the John Doherty Hour. Back in a moment. Hey, what you need? It's easy being here, but I got ground to cover. There's nothing you can do to make me want to stay. Though I've been here a while, don't get yeah, that back I'm here live on the John Doherty Hour here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, the Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause. 
as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. John Doherty, you're the host of the show. I'll let you introduce our final guest. I will say special thanks again to Pat Feeney, the owner of Main Street Music in Maniunk, for jumping on in our last segment. John, over to you, my friend. Tom, I'm sorry that uh, we've been, you know, hinted at the group, uh, hinting to the uh, listeners today who you are. Uh, I think it's a dead giveaway now. It's our pleasure to have Tommy Conwell on. You know, we're 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 big Philadelphia guys, and uh, you know, big rockers for old. For I can't even tell you how many years. So I don't want to tie you up too much. But why don't you tell us what you've been doing? You know, tell us. Uh, you know, you got a, a new album out a couple of years ago. You know, I was talking to a lot of people about you being on the show today. Most people don't know that. Why don't you tell us what you're doing? We're we're sort of the same age, and you know, I saw you a couple times when I was much younger. Nice, John. Cool. Hey, it's a pleasure to be on the show. Thanks for having me on. And I've, well, uh, you know, I'm familiar, podcast, I'm familiar with your work, you too. Ah, oh, man, I'm easy. <laughs> you just got to get the number, that's all. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's the challenge right there, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm 60, man. I'm, I'm uh, you know, born in 62. And uh, so, uh, but I, you know, it's funny, man. I mean, I'm, I live in Orland. Um, which is, you know, just northwest of, uh, of the city. And, um, I mean, I, um, I, I, I got a wife and, uh, two, you know, young teenage kids and I got some grown kids too. And, uh, but I still play, man. Like I played this week. I played, I played, uh, solo at, uh, 118 North in Wayne, which is a good spot. And, uh, you know, um, They've, young rumblers play two or three times a year, you know, so it's all part-time. It's all like amateur, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like we're not pros, we're not lifers, you know, we're not like, you know, we're just, uh, we just, uh, we just do it, you know, here and there, this and that, you know what, John, I don't make any phone calls. I just answer. So, you know, it turns out to be, you know, here and there, you know, once or twice a month, I'll, I'll typically I'll do something, you know, so, but it's fun, man. And, and you know, it, it's a lot of fun. And the amazing thing is people still come out, which blows my mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? The people that come out, man, it's just so great. So, still having fun. Well, I'll how tell you what. You, you, you about, good, oh, go ahead, John. I was just going to say that was good music. That was a great hour. You know, I, you know, I always wondered why it just didn't go another level for you. You know, and you said you're 60. I'm, I'm 62. Mick Jagger's still dancing around the stage at what 75. So you got a couple more <laughs> decades yeah. in you. You know? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm still, I, well, that's good because I haven't changed my show one bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, yeah, but uh, you know, well, so you, yeah, you, you, well, had, you had some great music early. Early years of great music. I mean, you know, we've been we've been teasing. I'm your man and. You know, and seventeen and all that stuff. You know, I mean, they they were. What I liked about your music was you sung what people were thinking. You know, well, I mean, and, cool. and, and and it wasn't it wasn't it was it was good rock and roll. I mean, it was just flat out good music. You know, and you know the young yeah. brothers and and that was a good era. You know, I wasn't too hard to like understand. You know, I mean, it was it was. Yeah. I, I'm pretty meat and potatoes rock and roll wise. You know, like. I love old stuff. I love the old stuff. I like I like Chuck Berry, you know. I like Steve Miller, you know. Like I like, you know, it's it's, it's not like uh, it's not real deep poetry, you know what I mean. But it is from the heart a lot of times, and uh, 
and whatever. I have a, bu- a bunch of different stuff, but uh, you know, it's uh, there's a few, you know, a few hits, few misses, you know. But uh, you know, like uh, it's it's. I feel pretty good about it. Actually, I feel really good about it. You know, like I got enough songs. And listen, when I play, like I play all those old songs, and um, you know, they hold up good. They hold up well. You know, people enjoy them and they're fun to play. So. I'm lucky, man. You know what, man? Once in a while you get lucky. I definitely got lucky all those years ago. And it still pays off, you know? We worked hard, you know? Like, we, you know, like, it's not easy, man, playing. <laughs> I mean, it's fun, but it, it, it beats you up, you know? Like, playing, like, you know, working at night is hard. I mean, you know, I'm sure a lot of your listeners know that, you know? Like, you know, just, just working at night is, 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 is uh, beats you up, you know? Because you can't really sleep right, you know? And, um, but, uh, so, you know, but whatever it's, it was, it was fun and, and, uh, and still is. And, and, uh, you know, there was a lot of good music in the eighties. The Hooters were our big brothers, really. I mean, like literally, like we, 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 um, we shared the rehearsal space with them, you know, like it was theirs, but we, we like had one side and they had the other. So they were real, they were big time mentors to us. Uh, we had the same manager, Steve Mountain, who also uh, uh, kind of like put Pat Croce on the map, like he was Pat Croce's manager too. And um, if it weren't for Mountain, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know where Pat Croce would be. You know, <laughs> I have a feeling like Mountain had a lot to do with that. You know, Mountain was great. You know, Steve Mountain. Yeah, dude, no, Steve. Yeah, yeah, he's telling I was telling people. I swear to God, right before you said that, I was going to tell you, my wife was like Colin Oates and Todd Rundgren, and I've been with her forever. But I, I was going to say to you, I said, I like listening to you, but I also like the Hooters. And then you busted in with that. You know, I mean, it, yeah. it was sort of the same type of music. We had a, we had a, we had a, a little... Yeah, we had a little part-time band down at, yeah, I mean, they played at Dobbs at all them. It was Hapag Lloyd. It was guys from the neighborhood, if you remember them. They were, and what, I mean, someplace where you could get in when you were 16, 17, drink some beers, and listen to rock and roll. So wherever wherever we could get in, we used to just go listen to it. And, you know, and again, we're, we're close to the same age. Hapag Lloyd, it was just a little second street band. And they played all, you know, they had some of their own stuff. They played rock and roll. It was years ago, you know, and, yeah. uh, but you guys were you guys were just a level above, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, we got lucky that I, way, man. Yeah, and you did you did Letterman in a couple of them shows too, didn't you? I remember. I did, I did, man. I did, I did Letterman. I did Arsenio Hall. I, you know, who was on Arsenio Hall with us? Um, Mike Tyson and Don King. That oh, was wow. awesome. <laughs> that was really <laughs> cool. Like we met them. Yeah, you know, sometimes like you meet people, and it's just really cool, you know. Yeah, I got a picture with Mike Tyson and Don King, and uh, we did Latterman. Uh, Marv Albert was on that <laughs> with us, and Kevin Klein, the actor who I don't really care about. Yeah. And uh, but but Dave, I was a huge fan of Dave, you know. And we played on there with Paul Schaefer and the band, you know, and um, and he was cool, you know, and uh, and uh, who else? You know who else was there at, when we did Dave? Was Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott, the actor, who's you know he's in like a bunch of movies. You know who I'm talking about? He's uh, he's he's funny, man. He's what movie was he? In? He's in something about Mary. He's, he's just you know he was on okay, Schitt's that's, Creek. That's a good flick. Yeah, he was Roland on Schitt's Creek too. Yeah, yeah. And we ain't got much anyway. time left. But were you playing that? Were you playing that anytime soon? 
Well, the best place is um, in November, uh, the Young Rumblers are playing at the Ardmore Music Hall. And, um, you know, the original Young Rumblers, the five guys, the same guys who were doing it back in 1988. And, uh, and uh, that's in November, like November 19th, that is. And then, oh, also in September, I got my other band. I got another band that, that's not the Rumblers, but it's awesome. It's called Tommy Conwell and the House Rockers, and we are playing on September 24th at the Sound Bank in Phoenixville. So, come Love on it, man. Good stuff. Legendary Philly rock and roller Tommy Conwell uh, joining us here live on a Saturday night on the John Doherty Hour. Tommy, great stuff, man. Appreciate you coming on for just a few minutes. Um, but well done. I enjoyed listening to the chatter. Good stuff. Great show, John. Keep it up, man, and have fun, and uh, great talking to you. I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Good See stuff. You, buddy. Thanks, pal. Thanks for being on. Later, guys. All right. All right, good stuff. John Doherty, 15, 20 seconds, brother, before we sign off here on a Saturday night. I mean, he's, you know, he says I'm not your man. He's definitely our man. You know, <laughs> we got to make sure stuff. that we, 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 we got to play some of his stuff. I mean, he took the time. Everybody that knows him said exactly what he just did, that he's yep. a good guy and a great rock and roller. That's going to do it tonight for the John Doherty Hour on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. On behalf of the vacationing J-Doc, and, of course, our, our host, John Doherty, Sean, our producer back in the studio. I'm Joe Kraus. See you next time, everybody. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey.